0: Hey guys, what's up? It's Aiden Tiger-Jones here, you're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 4th of September, baby. Oh, oh man, I think I just found my new favourite fucking shit. Oh God. Oh God. Oh my belly days. I've just started this podcast and I realised that I drank all of my fucking tea shit. Um, okay. Think. Think. Think, Aiden, Think, think, think. I could stop recording and go and make myself a tea, but the tea, if I'm honest, was not that good. What I am going to do, yeah, I'm yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take my laptop. Oh, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna trip over a bunch of stuff in the kitchen. I'm gonna take my laptop in here. And I'm gonna, <laughs> oh my fucking god, and I'm going to make myself another tea, yeah? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Alright? No one try and stop me. <laughs> I fucking, when I got up, I, I unplugged my laptop and then like, there was like one of those, um, you know when, like those marble run things or whatever? When it's like you set the marble off down the track and then it hits a thing and the arm swings around and it does a loop and sand goes everywhere. You know what I'm talking about. It was, <laughs> it was like like I tripped over the cable and then it hit a remote control off of this stand that like, the batteries went everywhere on the floor and some other cable came out of a thing. and There's just a lot of commotion, all right? Oh, that was fun. Um, Yeah, I'm making myself another tea, man. Yeah, fuck it. The tea that we have, Tetley, I don't know, it's some sort of Tetley. Basically, I'm in this Airbnb is where I'm at right now. Still in Edinburgh. Still hanging out in Edinburgh. But um, I've done gigs in Glasgow Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week. And then, um, oh man, that Sunday show at uh, Drygate Brewery in Glasgow, that shit was fucking... I thought I was just gone. I picked it up on the Saturday, I was at a Saturday, I was at uh, Yes Bar, and I did the show, and then the lady that, who runs it, Viv G, was just like, man, do you want to pick up this other gig on Sunday, just come down and do it? And I was like, yeah, like, she was like, I oh, might not be very good, I'm like, yeah, thinking like, I'm just going to do, it's, there's going to be like 10 people there, and I'll try some new material or something, I get there, mate, it's fucking, it's like a big room, like this big kind of function room in the back of a brewery, and it's packed. Like, there's a hundred people in this shit. Wait up. Sorry, I gotta get my... Gotta sort my tea out. Can I keep talking while I... This is a recipe for me spilling hot water all over my laptop. Oh, God. Fucking... This is probably the worst recording I've ever done, I reckon. (laughs) And then it's... It's a low bar to stoop below, but, I mean, I'm fucking giving it a crack, aren't I? Um... Yeah, I got into this bar thinking that it was just going to be shit. And it was huge. It was, it was there was like a hundred, yeah, like a hundred people in the show. Nice, big, high ceilings, beautiful building. It's like hipster brewery. And, uh, and they were fucking up for it. It was a great show. One of the better shows that I've done on this trip, I reckon. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been staying in Edinburgh though, um, went to Glasgow for those, but, uh, what's today, Tuesday, so I leave tomorrow morning to go to Liverpool, I'm doing hot water there, which is a comedy club, not some sort of drug thing, I'm doing some fucking hot water, bro, my mate's got that fucking spicy, spicy, you know what I mean, (laughs) um, (laughs) my mate's got that spicy, spicy, um, he does though, (laughs) <laughs> I really, man, for the last week, I really have not been doing a lot of fucking anything, you know? It's been kind of nice, but I also feel real fucking useless. Like, <clears throat> since I recorded on Tuesday, and that was a couple of days after the fringe finished, and I was just like, just hanging out, um, sleeping until like 12, you know, And I was going like, alright, I'll give give myself a couple days to kill this fringe hangover. And that couple days turned into like Wednesday. And then on Thursday, I went to Manchester. I went to Manchester on Thursday. I had a gig there, Um, which again, actually, was not billed to be, sorry, there's a bit of hair in the microphone and that's more interesting than doing my podcast. It um, It wasn't billed as a good gig and it was in this basement in this random ass fucking sports bar. Big ass echoey basement, really not a good room for comedy to be honest. We were standing at the but me and my mate Evan Demeray, great comic as well from Canada. From Canada, Canada. <laughs> what? That's not a good accent, is it? I'm from Canada. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's probably the worst accent that you're likely to hear this week. Um, we were stood at the back of this room. And it was just echoey, like I could not hear what the comic on stage was saying. Like we could hear the noise, but I could not make out the words that they were saying. It was just mush. Um, but there was still probably like, like 25, 30 people showed up for this show. And uh, and then like in the break, I just kind of uh, got the, the um, girl who was running the show. We got her to like move all the seats forward so that everyone was closer to the stage. And suddenly it turned into a good show. It was awesome. Um, I really didn't think that was going to be much of a gig either. But that was great. Got to hang out with my boy Evan and his housemate John at their place in Manchester. Um, we had some... T- we had... <laughs> I, we had... What was it? It, was, it wasn't THC oil. It was some other sort of oil. Like HPV. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, like ABC oil. I don't fucking know what it's called but you like put it underneath your tongue and sit it there and it gives you the body effects of, of smoking weed without the, um, uh, the psycho, what what's it called? Psycho, psychedelic without the psychedelic effects. That was kind of cool, man. Even though I, I really fucking, you know what, actually, no, I want to change my whole opinion. I don't like smoking weed at all. I don't like it at all. I'm done with it. I'd be very surprised if I smoke oh, I'll probably smoke weed again in my life like on the back of a big bender or something like that try and get me to sleep but I don't, I don't ever have any so I'd need to be at someone else's house but I just like I was hanging out with some people the other night on, on what like Saturday night and they were passing around a joint and I didn't have anything to do on Sunday but I was still like oh, no, no I don't want any parts of this man I don't, I don't enjoy the taste or the flavour of it I don't particularly enjoy the smoking of it. If I'm going to smoke something, I'll smoke a cigarette. Smoking weed is just like... It's like a... It's just such a chore. It's such a fucking chore, man. To like breathe that in and know that when you breathe it out, it's going to be like a heavy feeling. I, I don't like that feeling like I'm weighed down by something. I don't know. Maybe it's... What do you guys like about smoking weed? I know everyone fucking is like, oh, smoking weed. I don't get it. I honestly don't get it, man. Maybe I mean, I I feel like the narrative that I tell myself is that I did a lot when I was 18, 19, and 20 years old. Smoking weed with Daniel Fry in his mum's garage out the side of his house. <laughs> oh, Daniel Fry, eh? <laughs> that's if you guys have seen my set. That's the guy who the... um. Who's <laughs> the bit about losing a finger that's about Daniel Fry? <laughs> I, um, uh, uh, that's a dude who I haven't spoken to in a long time, and I tried to make contact with him recently because I was in Adelaide. And I didn't get any response. But you know what? I think the reason for that is because he and his best friend, Callan Lister, both don't talk to me anymore because when I was friends with them, I had sex with Callan's girlfriend. So, you know what? That's fair. That's absolutely fair that they don't talk to me anymore. Um, God, I was a piece of shit. Anyway, that's not what I was talking about. I was just talking about smoking weed, though, man. We used to fucking... I really I've really introduced another element into this now with saying the story about how I slept with Callan's girlfriend. It's. Oh, I, I don't really want to go into it. It was a bad thing that I did. I fucked up. Whatever. Yeah, I'll just take ownership of it. I don't need to say the rest of the story for it to... But it's just a bad thing that I did in my past and I lost two friends over it and now I do a bit about one of those guys because he lost a finger and I think that's really funny. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, me and Daniel used to smoke a lot of weed. We would like sit in his shed and, and legit like pick crumbs of weed buds up out of the carpet of his shed and like put them on the table, try and get them in to be enough to have like a cone piece full. Or, like, a spliff and then, like, roll it up or pack the cone piece and pull it through the bong. Isn't that fucking disgusting? (laughs) Or, like, sometimes we wouldn't have enough, um... Sometimes we wouldn't have enough, uh, like, tobacco to make a cigarette. So we would get all of the ends, like, we'd call them bumpers. We'd, like, get all the ends out of all the old rollies, pull that tobacco together, and then roll that up into one cigarette and smoke that. Fuck... That's like what home. That's literally what homeless people do on the streets. They find cigarettes on the ground and take the bits out of them and roll them up. And, oh, Jesus! We were that, but I mean, we had at homes, but we didn't have any tobacco. <laughs> Is the way in which we were similar to homeless people. No, man, I don't fuck with smoking weed, and that THC stuff, whatever it was in Manchester, it was fine, man. I didn't really feel that much. I was just sitting on a couch watching these guys play Xbox, and it was like it was cool. But yeah, I, I, if I want to take some drugs, I want to take drugs, you know? I was thinking about that the other day. What is the... What is it that makes drugs hard to quit? Because, like, smoking it just fits right into your life, doesn't it? That's why it's so hard to quit. Because there's nothing, like... You, there's no choice. It's not cigarettes or this. Because cigarettes can go with everything. That's like drinking as well. Like, if you drink to a mild level drinking can really go with anything but if you're like like taking acid or or smoking wait oh wait what's happened with my fucking laptop there my battery's running low oh well how about i plug the old girl in eh there you go missy <coughs> <laughs> i should think of a name for my laptop how about missy i just thought of that just then never before um <clears throat> Yeah, with, um, with with like smoking or taking acid or like, you know, the fucking class A drugs, MDMA, speed, meth, heroin, whatever. It's like it's really a choice between your whole life or that drug or at least your whole life for a period of a couple of days, right? If you take MDMA, maybe you're not going to get hooked on it, but you might. it's going to take two, three days out of your life where you can't function at a normal level. And at some point you're just like, well, do I want to do, is that more important to me than my life? Or do I have things happening every day with like goals that I'm working towards and shit that are more important than telling a random person that I love them, you know? That's kind of the choice for me. That's kind of why I don't really take drugs that often anymore. Coke is one, Coke is one that you can take. You can take Coke at night, wake up in the morning, you can go to sleep that's a luxury that's often overlooked and important so you can go to sleep and then you can wake up in the morning go for a run and operate the next day coke is fucking that's a good drug (laughs) that's what i look for in a drug is compatibility with the rest of my life fuck yeah i guess that's why people go for weed because they they feel like they can function on weed but i just (laughs) if you smoke weed you're a fucking dirty scumbag Weeds for gross, dirty people with dirt in their feet. You dirt foot. So, what else did I do this week? Oh, man. that's I, I was looking through my Instagram story, trying to remember shit. And I did find... Actually, how far through are we here? Yeah. I found a... Uh, a fucking... That story that I posted that was... um. If you're not on my Instagram, by the way, Aiden Taco Jones. Get on it. I'm only getting better on Instagram. I'm actually using it. It's not like my Facebook where I just post these... <laughs> I actually post fun stuff on there, um, and the fucking that burger. The there was a burger while I was on the bus on the way to Manchester. There was a fucking burger for nine pound fifty for like a eight fifty for a beef patty. One no eight eight ninety five for a beef patty, and then fifty p for cheese and a pound extra for bacon. So if you want to get a bacon and cheeseburger. You're looking at ten fifty. If you want to get a cheeseburger, nine fifty. That's fucking the best part of twenty Australian dollars. For anyone listening back home, what a fucking nightmare. And the whole thing was like, it's our farm. This is our farm where we raise our own meat. Actually, a friend messaged me and, and was like, you know, the markups on meat. Uh, the, sorry, the 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 discounts on meat from like production to consumer is so wild because if it was actually priced at the the cost price to the environment no one would buy it which you know what i didn't know that i mean i did but i'd chosen to ignore it but like apparently it costs 90 pounds of worth of damage to the environment to produce that beef patty and i was like this isn't what i want to hear about i want to be angry at farmers (laughs) i don't want the truth man fuck (laughs) stop trying to bum me out no for real that's real bad and you shouldn't eat meat but i do <laughs> and that is the end of that sentence, there's, I really don't have a leg to stand on with that argument, but it just is like, I don't know, man, if you paying, like, look, that environmental cost aside, if you're pricing something, I don't know, just have a nicer store, it was a fucking truck stop, that place was a truck stop, that, like, the inside was just kind of dressed up nice with wooden panels to make it, like, oh, we're on a farm, and maybe they do have a farm, but then set up a nice little stall with someone cooking at a grill, rather than, like, look, this patty was in a fucking, it was behind one of those sheets of glass under a heat lamp all day, that's not good that's not good food. All right, I don't give a fuck where your meat comes from. If it's behind a glass fucking shield and under a heat lamp, it's not good. If it was good meat, then you would be respecting it by cooking it better. That was kind of my argument to my friend when she was like, "Well, you know, it's, it's probably fucking priced like that because they grew it on their own farm and they need to cover their costs and it's actually better quality meat and you should pay good money for better quality meat. And I was like, if it was good quality meat, then they would be treating it like good quality meat and cooking it properly rather than leaving it to fucking to dry out into a husk under some fucking heat lamp all afternoon waiting for some dumb cunt tourist to come along and pay 8 8 pounds pounds 95 why do I keep getting that wrong, £8.95 for a fucking beef patty, go fuck yourself, honestly, how much is it at McDonald's for a, for a, and I know that, alright, how much is it at a pub for a fucking, when I got to Manchester, I got a pint of Guinness and a nicely cooked like steak and cheese roll for like £6.00. And I got chips with that. Did I get chips with that? Yeah, I did. I got chips with that as well. So go fuck yourself. £8.95 for a fucking beef patty. That ma- honestly made me so angry. I don't know. There is a, yeah. I guess you can't justify eating meat, but <laughs> if you don't care about that, then you want to pay a decent price for it. Maybe that would be a good way to make people not eat meat would just be to price it realistically, you know? And then it would be seen... As the treat that it is. Like you can't have meat for every meal. Maybe you have it fucking two three times a week, and it's actually priced reasonably. Maybe there'd be less vegetarians and less disharmony in our world, right? I would f- I wouldn't feel the need to rip on vegans for being fucking bitchy whiny little losers, and uh, and vegans wouldn't feel the need to rip on me for destroying our planet. They're both equal transgressions. <laughs> Isn't that wild? In my eyes, being a bitchy, whiny loser is an equivalent wrong to contributing to the destruction of our world. <laughs> yeah, it's just a fucking, all right, I'm, you know, I'm blowing up the environment, but just take your voice down a couple of octaves. It's really annoying. It's bumming me out. <laughs> <coughs> <Mate>. <coughs> <coughs> Fuck you. Mm. Oh, I bare my tongue. I wanted to talk about the gigs that I'm doing coming up. I've got uh, Barcelona 14th, 15th, 16th of September. Um, Hush Hush is the show in Barcelona, which is at La Casa Gracia, I I believe. Uh, If I'm not mistaken. Uh, La Casa Gracia. No. Yes. Pase de Gracia. 116, BIS, whatever, Barcelona, Spain, fucking, if you're in Barcelona and you're listening to this, number one, who the fuck are you, how did you get this, number two, come to that show, it's going to be a sick show, um, these hush hush shows are apparently fantastic, I've not done them before, but, um, five euros at the door, they normally fill out, is what I've been told, um, they've been doing them like monthly or so for about a year now, oh, <sighs> I'm super excited to go back to Barcelona, man. It's actually sunny today in Edinburgh. I'm looking out the window here. I've got this weird kind of brass vase propping up the window in this Airbnb. And, uh, God, it looks gorgeous. I actually can't wait to finish this podcast and go for a walk in the sunshine. It's going to be beautiful. Um, Yeah, really, you don't get that many days like this in Edinburgh. And in Barcelona, but they're going to be all like this. Fuck, it's a fucking dope city, man, from when I was back there in December, and that was December, mind you, um, it was so beautiful, I cannot wait to get back there, I also, man, I think you know what's put me in a good mood today, just before this pod, just before I turned the recording on, I was trying to just suss out some music for uh, my music recommendation this week, and, oh, holy dooly do, Jackie Mendoza. Well, Coastal is... um Okay, I don't know. Let me start again. Do you guys know The Magician? The Magician is a Belgian DJ. um, And his Magic Tape mixtape series is like fucking legendary shit, man. I've been listening to it. We're up to number 82. It's monthly. I've been listening to this since I moved to Melbourne, I reckon. Maybe even just before I moved to Melbourne, like 2012. Um, He puts out an hour mixtape every month of new kind of house and uh, like... House, electro, disco kind of stuff, really upbeat stuff, good for like bouncing along the street too. And um, I go in and out, man. Like, I used to listen to every single one back in the day, um, but I've slipped in and out. He went off the, to be honest, for a while, for about a year or two there, I was like, ah, I don't really, I'm not really fucking with his vibe too much. But recently, in the last year or so, I've dipped in again a couple times, and every time I do. They're great. And I feel like I'm almost back. I'm almost hooked again. But he's, he's done 82. And the cool thing about them, if you don't know this, like, just check out some fucking old, old Magic tapes or even just the most recent one. Um, the thing is, is that they're mixed. It's just like track after track mixed together, but he doesn't put the track lists out. And the game is that you're supposed to, like all these music blogs and stuff online, try and figure out what the track list is because it's all new music from that month. And, uh, and he doesn't tell you what they are, and you have to go dig it for them and find them yourself. Um, it's not so fun anymore now that there's Shazam, but it used to be, like, back when I used to listen to it, it was like everyone would be going, what the fuck is the track list for this new Magic Tape? What's, like, that track at 12 minutes, you know? And it'd be, like, sometimes the best ones were the ones that you'd never heard of. And this month, Magic Tape number 82, the first track. I went for a run yesterday. I ran around Arthur's seat, just around the base. Um, yesterday morning And uh, I just chucked on this magic tape And the first track I was like What is this? Strings fading in With like a funky beat It sounded kind of like Catronata, If you know Catronata, That like Really bassy Kind of bouncy beat Like um, Ooh Like the beat behind The remix for um, If By Janet Jackson Kaytranada's remix for that Doom <laughs> Don't do dum don't don't, ah ah don't ah Uh 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 that's what fucking Coastal's Pocket Love sounds like. <laughs> um, pocket Love by Coastal. And I tried to look up Coastal and I cannot find shit. The closest i found to anything about him, them, they, is uh, if, if you click on the link that Google comes up with, it takes you to an old rock band called Coastal. And I was like, rock and roll is shit. So, um, they've got this track, Pocket Love, 30,000 plays on Spotify, but then you go one up and there's a track called La Luz, which is uh, 987,000 plays, so almost a million plays, and it's with someone called Jackie Mendoza, um, uh, that's a fucking cool track, man, just go check out some Coastal, so that's what's put me in a good mood, is just like, like looking that up, I looked up that Pocket Love track, which is great, and then... Uh, Went on to Jackie Mendoza, followed her on Instagram, and there's just, like, a bunch of cool shit there. And there's some good... She's got some good music. I It made me think, like, her Instagram looks fucking sick. I've really been trying to get my Instagram to be better um, and, like, get more followers. i got a bunch of followers through... I'm, I'm on 1161. I got uh, I got, a bu- I got probably 200 through the month of August, which is pretty sick. Um, and I... But I just really... I've been talking to people about it and evidently you just need to have good photos. They don't even need to be kind of coherent, but they do need to be good. And a lot of my photos suck dicks. So um, I'm trying to spruce that up a little bit. And I'm I'm looking at this Jackie Mendoza chicks thing. It's like you don't even need, they don't need, they can be of you. Every photo can be of you. That's fine. So I might just try and find all photographer mates that I know and get them to take nice photos of me and then slowly dole them out. On Instagram, you know, is that too like behind the curtain kind of stuff? Is that too like expecting you guys to even be interested in my Instagram strategy? Is that interesting on any level? I don't fucking know, man. Instagram's sick though. Instagram feels like it's blowing up. Do other people feel that? I don't, it's like, I mean, it's been around for a lot. I've had Instagram since 2012 or 11 or something. But in the last, like, six months, even, it's felt like it's so much more interesting to me. <sighs> and that's that, you know? What was I talking about just before? Oh, yeah, that was the last thing I was going to talk about. Man, last night, um, last night I went to uh, The Stand, Red, went to uh, went to Red, War, Red Raw, um, and then... Um, Me and the girl that I was with, we went to uh, this bar afterwards called Nightcap. Fuck, that's a cool cocktail bar, man. If you're in Edinburgh, go hit up Nightcap. Holy fuck. It's next to the stand. They open till three. That was a Monday night and they open till three. Um, Monday night after the Fringe. This is like the lowest time for people, like for anything happening in Edinburgh. And still there was a cocktail bar open till three in the morning. Fuck yeah. The menu, this is what won me over, right? Real kind of slick interior, minimal shit. And uh, the menu, the cocktail menu, is made of fucking metal. It's printed on a sheet of metal. If that doesn't get your dick hard, or whatever the female equivalent of that is, if that doesn't get your pussy running, oh God. Then I don't know what will. Just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> tasty words printed on a sheet of metal <laughs> um, if that doesn't get your fucking blood flowing then I don't know what will man because um, that, that really fired me up they do, they do chicken wings there as well I got some buffalo wings and blue cheese on the side and uh, there was a tandoori cocktail do you understand a tandoori cocktail that's some next-level shit. Um, yeah, man, that was uh, it's, just, it's, its just such a lovely experience. Um, and then I was just playing sick hip-hop and, uh, yeah. <sighs> I really love a nice cocktail bar. What's some other nice cocktail bars I've been to? I need to go to more, actually. That's a nice thing that I need to do more often. Go to a cocktail bar, eat, drink a nice cocktail. I feel like because I've got money right now after the Fringe... Did I tell you guys how much money I put in the bank? I did, didn't I? Sixteen something. Of money. <laughs> um, I feel like uh, I feel like going to a nice cocktail bar is really like one of the fucking finest pleasures that you can subject yourself to. I i like I need to find some maybe I need to like find a place in every city. That can be my mission when I go to Barça is find a nice cocktail bar. I can that's why I can't wait to go there, man. They have so many fucking bars. If you've never been to Barcelona before Last year, me and my mate Donica went to, um, I had a gig on the Saturday night, we went to like five bars, had like, they've got, apparently in Spain, uh, the highest number of bars per capita of any country in the world, and Barcelona is just like, the parts that I was in, it seems like every fucking street, at the end of the street, there's another bar And every street has its own bar, and every bar has no one in it. It's like, how are all these places surviving? But maybe they actually do have a culture of going bar to bar. Because me and Donica went, like, we went five different places. We had a pint at each place. Some places do tapas, and so we had tapas at those places. God, it was a civilized afternoon. That's my fucking shit, man. Going for little nibs, little nibbles at each place. It was absolutely delightful that's what I'm looking forward to when I go back there and the sunshine and a nice little swim, maybe play some football against some street kids, yell at someone in another language, that's what travel's all about, you know, Mm. I think that's me man, I feel too boring this week, I don't really feel like I've had a lot of stuff going on, but uh, if you guys have enjoyed that, if you've made it to this point, fucking rate and subscribe and like and blah 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 on iTunes, follow me on Instagram, Aiden Taco Jones, Send me a message if you found this via Instagram, actually. Hook us, hook us a little message off of my... I want to post a story about it so you guys can see the um, the window with the brass vase that I'm holding it up with. I want to post a story about that and just tell everyone that I've just posted a podcast. If you found this off Instagram, though, send me an Instagram message, man. I don't know how many people actually listen to this off of Instagram. Um, I feel like it's kind of hard to find off of Instagram. What is it? Story. Go to my website. Find my podcast on my website. Blah, blah, blah. I am want to, maybe I'll just put it, like, say, like, hey, it's on iTunes as sitting under a tree as well. That'll make more sense. I'm going to do that. If you found it on Instagram, send me a message and let me know that you found it, okay? Other than that, thanks heaps for listening, man. I uh, hope you guys have a fucking sick week. This has been Aiden Taco Jones sitting under a tree. Peace.